This week's catechism question is number 69. What is forbidden in the Sixth Commandment? And the answer is that the Sixth Commandment forbiddeth the taking away of our own life, or the life of our neighbor unjustly, or whatsoever tendeth thereunto. Now, when we were talking about what the Sixth Commandment required, it actually requires being like God. It requires valuing man, being made in God's image. It requires especially valuing man's eternal soul, but not neglecting man's physical body. So, that's a brief summary. There's a lot more, and we could go back and listen to the lesson on number 68. Uh, but if what is required in the Sixth Commandment was to be like God, what is forbidden in the Sixth Commandment is to be like the devil, of whom Jesus says that he is the murderer from the beginning. Uh, it was the very fact that man was made in the image of God that is so provoking to Satan. Uh, he, of course, hates God, uh, and he murdered man when he saw his opportunity, hearing uh, God's warning in the day that you shall, that you eat of it, you shall surely die. Uh, and he attacks the man through his marriage, marriage which was also given to man as part of his uh, imaging God. He attacks um, the woman then in order to attack humanity. He attacks through the, uh, the character of God, casting aspersions on the character of God, teaching us uh, not to trust him and to be content with his goodness, uh, to be suspicious uh, about him. Uh, as God uh, really said, uh, you shall not eat from any of the trees of the garden. Uh, he attacks God in his word, which gives life, questioning what God has said at first. And then going on to directly controvert uh, what God has said when he says, you shall not surely die, for God knows, etc. But all of that uh, was in order uh, to try to kill uh, the man and the woman. He is the murderer from the beginning. And there have been those who then have been the seed of the serpent, who have enmity against God and against the seed of the woman, uh, plural, all the ones who belong to, to God, and especially the seed of the woman singular, the promised one who had crushed the serpent's head. Uh, and these uh, seed of the serpent, uh, among these seed of the serpent, have been those who are um, uh, prime examples. Uh, for instance, Pharaoh, uh, happy to commit as much murder as possible, especially of babies, uh, in order to try to wipe out the Israelites, and as an instrument of the devil, to try to wipe out uh, the seed who would come to crush his head. Uh, and this has been represented by Philistines, and Edomites, and Syrians, and Assyrians, and Babylonians, and Persians, uh, and then uh, perhaps uh, most preeminently Herod, and then Judas. Uh, Herod uh, who murdered uh, all the babies that he thought could possibly be uh, the seed of the woman, uh, acting in, uh, in the service of the devil, whether he knew it or not. And
And then Judas, whom uh, Jesus actually calls uh, the son of perdition. Uh, and uh, this anticipates uh, one more great murderer. Not only is there Judas who attempts uh, to murder Jesus, uh, but then uh, there is the man of sin, the man of lawlessness, the Antichrist, who is called by the apostle the son of perdition. Uh, and, uh, of course, Rome, and particularly the Pope uh, and the papacy, uh, sitting in the church as if he was God, claiming uh, prerogatives for himself that belong only to God and only to Christ, uh, such as to forgive sins or to sacrifice for sin uh, and so forth, uh, has uh, ordered and uh, uh, superintended uh, over the murder of many uh, just because they believe the gospel of Jesus Christ and has, uh, in fact, pronounced an anathema upon anyone who preaches the gospel of salvation by grace alone, through faith alone. Uh, and this is why when the Apostle Paul, uh, who knows his Bible uh, as well uh, as uh, as anyone, uh, at least the uh, contents of the Bible, uh, before he's converted, and then he comes to know the Lord Jesus Christ, and that wonderful marriage of his understanding of the contents of the Bible with his understanding of God himself, his knowledge of God himself in Jesus Christ, and he comes to see that he once was in this line of the murderers of the church and even the persecutors of Jesus Christ. You remember, that was the first uh, thing that he heard, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? Who are you, Lord? I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. This is why he calls himself the chief of sinners. Now, anything then that despises the image of God uh, in our brother or our sister or even ourself, uh, anything that tends towards devaluing, even things like rash anger and hasty words, uh, that flaring up of, uh, of irritation in your heart or that nursing of prolonged bitterness in your heart, all of those things set your heart over against the value of the image of God uh, and God's image uh, itself in your fellow man. Uh, and all of those things then uh, would make you a child of the devil, uh, which is what the Lord told the Pharisees uh, when they were angry and hostile and malicious. When they were angry or hostile or malicious to him, and he said, you're not the children of Abraham, you're not the children of God, you are children of your father, the devil, who is the murderer from the beginning. Uh, and so, yes, the sixth commandment forbiddeth the taking away of our own life or the life of our neighbor unjustly. Uh, we never have the prerogative of taking away our own life, so you don't have to add unjustly to that one. It is always wrong to take away your own life. It is always wrong to harm yourself, especially spiritually, but even physically. Remember, uh, not too long ago, I think maybe just two weeks ago, bodily exercises profiteth a little. So it's actually required by God because it tends towards life rather than death. 
uh, and yet exercise in godliness by use of the meaning means of grace is of great profit in this life and the life to come. Uh, and so uh, one of the things that the sixth commandment forbids is growing slack in your devotional life, uh, whether that means uh, less frequency uh, or less sincerity. And so the sixth commandment forbiddeth the taking away of our own life or whatsoever tendeth thereunto. And the sixth commandment forbiddeth the taking away of the life of our neighbor unjustly. Uh, and there are a couple of just instances. Uh, one is if you're in a, if you're a public person, if you uh, are in a place of authority that has been instituted by God, uh, and therefore one of your duties is to punish the evildoer, and the evildoer uh, has committed a crime, um, not just a thought or a sin or a feeling. We can't punish those things. God punishes those things. Uh, but the the society, the state, must punish crimes against the life of another uh, or the uh, the marriage of another, uh, because that is a one flesh uh, imaging of God, and the two of them uh, is to punish those uh, those crimes with death uh, in some instances, uh, and therefore. There are instances in which it is required that uh, due to your office, uh, your position, uh, you preside over uh, the taking away of a life justly, a life that has been forfeited. They have taken away their own life uh, by the crime that they commit, uh, also in a just war uh, or in necessary self-defense. And we don't have time and um, the scope of these little lessons to talk about what constitutes a just war or what constitutes necessary self-defense, but you can probably hear already uh, and um, using sanctified knowledge uh, of the principles of God's word can probably already come up with a good description uh, of each of those. Uh, but anything also that uh, tendeth unto uh, the taking away uh, of the life of our neighbor, uh, including things like uh, neglect or the coldness of heart that need, leads to neglect, right? Warmth of fury that is against our neighbor uh, leads, uh, tends in the direction uh, of outright murder, uh, but there is uh, negligent manslaughter. Uh, so not just not caring about our neighbor, but even things like not being careful about the things we do or how we manage our property in order to guard the life of our neighbor. And we've seen some examples of that uh, already uh, in our studies in Exodus. Uh, you know, the requirement of keeping your bull uh, penned up, uh, for instance, if it has tendency to gore. So the sixth commandment forbiddeth the taking away of our own life or, or of the life of our neighbor unjustly or whatsoever tendeth thereunto. It forbiddeth being a child of the devil as opposed to a child of God. That's what's really at stake when we talk about a culture of life or a culture of death in truth 
anything other than a culture that acknowledges Jesus Christ as Lord and clings to the gospel and serves him for the sake of his lordship is a culture of death.